We're going for it. Let's do it. I haven't done an episode of this actually in quite a while because I, oh. I crushed two in one a couple week. weeks ago. Yeah. And I try to have a backlog. True. So again, once again, I am. I haven't been in the Gossip Girl headspace for like <laughs> a, a while. So. Well, you were just thrust back into it. I hope it went well. Thrust back into it like <laughs> Blair thrust back into Chuck's cock in the back of a limo. You can lean back if you want. Are you comfortable? But will it hear me? Yeah, hold on. Lean, lean back. Get comfortable. Okay, I'm good. This is perfect. Wait, let me put this between you. That's what he said. Yeah. Thank you. That's what Chuck said <laughs> to Blair when he was fucking her. When they her. railed. Yeah. Uh, Eva's back. I'm back. Eva's back for the eighth episode of Gossip Boy, I believe. Here's the theme song. That was probably hard to it's hear. Catchy. Yeah, but you know it already. I do know it. Um, so we just watched the eighth episode of Gossip Boy or Gossip Girl. I didn't. Seventeen Candles. Yes. What's what's that a reference to? The John candles? Hughes movie. Yeah, Sixteen <laughs> Candles with Molly Ringwald. So wait, is, is that supposed to say that Blair just turned seventeen? Yeah. So she was a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, and all the other episodes. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So okay, so now just, we know just the bent, like the base we should be watching the show at is that everyone is 16, 16. 17. That means yeah. Jenny is like fourteen. A child. Such a child. <laughs> Jesus fuck. But but old enough to have a lady boner for Nate. Lady boner while she's eating a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> um. You don't get aroused by pretzels. Uh, I do. Yeah, I thought so. It's the holes. <laughs> I didn't like this episode that much. This no? Didn't, this episode didn't jump. Like, the last episode I liked a lot. This episode This one was like a, it's a me. building up for right. more things to happen. It was a slower moving one because they're setting up, like, the coming apart and reforming of new relationships. They're having a come apart. A come apart. I, I, love, I love that fucking phrase. <laughs> I'm having a come apart. Um... What? Yeah, I. I just find. Like anything involving Nate's parents right now, it's so annoying, so utterly sickening that I want to, just. Nate turn has it off. really shitty parents. Yeah, I think I think they're officially the worst parents, but I yeah. haven't seen that much of Bart yet. I know you don't love Blair, but here's a ring you should propose to her <laughs> for my benefit. <laughs> I know you'd do that. I would do anything for this family, <laughs> and I'd like to think you could you would do the same. Like, and his mother just looks like a fucking like it doesn't look like she blinks ever. No, she's like a deer in headlights. Yeah, and we were saying she looks like she's his age. But they yeah. just like dress her frumpy, like a <laughs> like a some Christian mother who yeah. lives in Delaware, who would like shake her fists at a skateboarder. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and also her shake her fist at a skateboarder and uh, and just hate her daughter for not being a boy, something like that. <laughs> Um. So I'm gonna go. Old where's synopsis. my phone? Fuck. It's right here. 
Ah, my foot was covering it. I'm gonna read this short plot synopsis, uh, and maybe if I don't think it's good enough, I'll edit in me saying a bit of a longer one. Um, but before I start, do you do you have any opening thoughts on the episode yourself? I have so much Life to say, updates? but we have to get deep. Oh, just in general about me. Yeah. Feeling good, getting my serotonin in. Woo! From Woo! here? Just from the sun. It's finally spring. Yeah, it's overcast today, but... Gotta get that vitamin D. Fucking... Just like Blair Blair got. did. <laughs> he, she got Chuck's vitamin C, that being his cock. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Okay, so if you have nothing to fucking say... Yeah, and you're gonna make me do all the fucking work. I'm gonna go. I just right have fucking so many it. opinions about that episode. Okay, great. Okay, let's. I don't want to lose them. My brain's the very small. Okay, don't listen to this. I, I wrote down a couple things while we were watching to discuss. Okay. Um. All right. Devastated by the current state of her relationship with Nate, and still dealing with the guilt from her recent indiscretion. Let me just put my phone in horizontal mode. <laughs> Uh, uh, and still dealing with the guilt from her recent indiscretion, Blair puts on a happy face for her 17th birthday party and attempts to hide the truth from her friends. Hoping to ease the tension between Serena and Vanessa, Dan takes Vanessa to Blair's party so the girls can have some bonding time. But this only ends up making Serena more uncomfortable, obviously. Like, <laughs> it, 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 it's... It's just totally normal for like, <laughs> like, why is Dan forcing these two people to be friends? I thought you said we weren't doing anything. I like Serena, and I like you, and she likes me, and you like me. So how, how can you Three not way? like each other? It's mathematically <laughs> impossible. You said I didn't like her. I just don't know her. Yeah, you're making. A I get that part. You want your girlfriend and your best friend to get along, I but when you and your best friend have a history. Yeah. It complicates things. That's the thing. He should have been smarter. You stupid. <laughs> um, uh, la la la. Jenny brings her mother home for a surprise visit. But Rufus may not be ready to forgive and forget. Nate's parents uh, ask him to make a huge sacrifice in an effort to salvage his father's business as he faces charges of embezzlement and fraud. Okay, so that's the end of the plot synopsis. So I'll just basically add in that Ruf, uh, like the main other plot points is basically just that Rufus and Allison are kind of, you know, they're like mad at each other and they're kind of like, Allison's kind of guilt tripping Rufus and Rufus is kind of guilt tripping Allison. We'll get we'll get into that uh, that dynamic and then they kind of end up making out or making I mean making out and also making up. making love making love making out making up making down um, and making sounds <laughs> uh, and then Jenny walks in and sees Rufus's dong out and she just kind of like laughs, <laughs> or giggles and like uh, erotic glee. Um, yeah, so they, they, the, the episode just kinds of ends with them, like, setting aside their differences and banging and getting back together, uh, and then Jenny walking in on them, um, and the other, the other thing is basically just, like, um, Nate's parents really fucking want him to, like, uh, 
get back together, get back together and it also kind of seems like perhaps like Nate's dad is like saying oh it's like not a big deal I'll get off so it's kind of but Nate's still worried it's still another guilt trip yeah and they but they like want they just really want Nate to get back together with Blair and then but Nate had this lovely night with Jenny yeah yeah they go for a walk they get a pretzel deep talks he uh tells her that they broke up yeah um and then, and then also, when Nate doesn't like call Blair at midnight, Blair comes to terms with the fact that they're broken up. You're gonna lose. He's never missed my birthday. Careful, B. There's no safe wager when you bet on a bass. You just might lose your shirt and your pants. <laughs> was that just the rhyme, or was was that like a? Like it was a, a fish joke. <laughs> Is it a fish joke? I don't know. Like, is betting, is there like a... Is there a term? Betting on a bass, you lose your shirt? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll just start fucking saying that. (laughs) Bet on a bass, you lose your shirt. Like, in just random situations where people are seeking advice, there's like, I don't know what to do. It's like, well, you know what they say. When you bet on a bass, you lose your shirt. (laughs) This time, you're losing your pants also, brother. Then her and uh, Chuck are caught lip fucking in the in the sex dungeon (laughs) or as i like to call it the weird bedroom that was in this place they were renting for uh uh blair's 17th 17th? birthday keen uh uh diciete i'm pretty sure i think (laughs) <laughs> Shit. Andres is, Leticia would not be happy with no. me. She's the woman helping me with Spanish. Um, um, so, but only Serena sees their right, indiscretion. Right, yeah, so, so it's not on Gossip Girl yet. Nate wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that reminds me of just that moment where um, Nate is hugging Jenny outside and then that woman <laughs> just walks up behind them just like, <laughs> Like, without missing just a beat, just like photo. robotically takes out her phone, snaps a picture, and walks away. Like, a yeah, they could have gotten a better extra for that one. Yeah, <laughs> at least have her hiding behind a tree or something. Right, I, I did, somersaulting from <laughs> crevice to crevice, like come down from the ceiling on like a, like a Mission cat Impossible burglar. Wire. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then she sends that picture to Gossip Girl, and then Goss- there's a Gossip Girl blast and. It goes out to the ether, and that makes Blair very upset. So, thank you for listening to that short plot synopsis. Here we are. (laughs) It is right after the plot synopsis. And now it is my favorite segment of the show. Uh, It's not really my favorite segment of the show, but it's one I I think the viewers look forward to. Viewers, listeners, and that is uh, when we just, you know, take take a seat back. It's just you and me here. Let's just fucking say, gab not? like a bunch who's of not? Oh yeah, you what fucking not to wear? Yo, you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> Here we are like a bunch of ninnies about to fucking talk about who's hot, who's not. <laughs> who's um who is a troll and who who <laughs> needs a doctor shoal in their fucking shoe because they're they have a real hunchback. I.e. they're ugly. Oh my god. Um so Okay, let's start with the episode's worst dressed. 
we'll say it on three. One, two, three. Vanessa. Vanessa. Thank you. Oh, God. It was atrocious. <laughs> yeah, that one heart shirt was... Yeah, it was uh, like... Really little bad. hearts that were all piled on top of each other and all it different looked, colors. It looked like a shirt you'd buy at like the Orlando, Florida um, airport. Yeah. In like the Disney store, like the Disney World like airport store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. Um, Wait, can we do best dress? Yes. Who is best dressed? Say it on three. Do you have it? Um, Let me think. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. okay. One, two, three. Nate. Blair. Ooh. <laughs> we, but we both, neither of us liked either of Blair's outfits. I loved her confessional outfit. I don't she get it. She was serving me. Okay. Picture this. The police pull up to Blair's house. <laughs> they knock on her door. She opens it in a long black silk robe with that, her confessional outfit underneath. The police are like, Ma'am, your billionaire husband has died. And she's like, oh, whatever do you mean? Meanwhile, she had killed him. She's serving me guilty <laughs> widow looks, and I'm here for it. <laughs> Did you get that from Vogue? Did you get that from Vogue teens? She's on her way to her billionaire old husband's funeral. He's 80. After she's inheriting 18. his massive fortune. And she's playing like. After dumb. inheriting his massive <laughs> cock. <laughs> That's the word of the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Cack. Um, I loved it. I just didn't understand why. Like, it looks like she was wearing something that looked like she Googled what to wear to a religious <laughs> event. And she just went with the first thing that came up on Google she Images. She looked good. She looked hot. Broken up with my boyfriend for exactly 20 minutes, I succumbed to inebriation, performed at a speakeasy, and surrendered my virtue to a self-absorbed ass. The only good news is that he's a total pig who'll act like it never happened. Sure, absorb absorbing your ass. Sorry. Your fucking limo. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was better than the dress she wore to her birthday party. I liked the dress at her birthday party. I thought the waist line could have been an inch or two further up. Right. It was a drop waist. Right. Is that what those are called? Mm-hmm. I would really like to drop my waist. <laughs> um. But Serena was just wearing, like, when her bottom half was cut off, it looked like she was wearing, like, a an old t-shirt. Right. Just, like, gray and baggy. I, I just didn't like... And then the bottom was sequined. No, no, it wasn't. It had, studded. like... Studded. Yeah, it was yeah, so like weird. Yeah, like, cheap little metal studs. <laughs> yeah. There were like three rows of them at the bottom. Uh, she she always Blake Lively. The costume people really get good jeans for Blake Lively. She, <laughs> whenever she's wearing jeans, they fit her perfectly. Um, I, and then uh, Vanessa at the party was yeah, wearing like that. It was stupid. I didn't like that dress. I didn't like that. She looked like a weird peacock. <laughs> I think maybe I'm not remembering it properly. But the the and worst the worst article of clothing was Blair's necklace that she yeah, paid. Yeah, the one that she put on hold. She wanted Nate to pick it up for her. And then Chuck ended up picking it up. And uh, it was like, and it was very it was like cute. three strings and it had, what was it, like butterflies or I don't think it was, birds or something? It, yeah, it know. looked like Little shaped. seagulls in the distance. 
it, it, it was not flattering. It was not cute. Um, but, but it was made of diamonds. Yo, it so was, was fucking that. dripping, dog. <laughs> Real fucking neck flooded out. Um, and Jenny's outfit at the beginning was bad, too. It was a long sleeve blue shirt with like a baggy <laughs> turquoise T-shirt over it. That one made no sense to me either. She was at home. It was her sweat fits. (laughs) She had come all the way from Hudson wearing it. The fucking Hudson. (laughs) Um, Rufus has looked really hot the last couple episodes. I disagree. um, His hair is longer, and also he's not wearing the leather band around his neck. The leather string. The leather string. He wears this. Oh, like a puka shell necklace. Yeah, he wears this like leather <laughs> shoelace, like Just the ones so that would be on like, like a pair of Sperry's. That's um, what the costume department puts on him, so you know he's like not an upper east side. <laughs> you look at that and you think like, oh, he lives in a loft in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> but why? Why do you not think he's looking hot? I don't like long hair. I don't like the shaggy hair thing. Hmm. Not my thing. You think Dan looks better than Rufus? I do, absolutely. Really? I hate Dan's hair. I hate I Dan's, like hair, Dan's so hair so much. It, Nate's hair is pretty bad, too. He's got that flippy thing. Yeah. It's way better in the late seasons when it's, like, quaffed. Yeah, and also, I mean, Chuck's hair. Nobody's hair was really good in this episode. No. I didn't even really like Vanessa's hair at any point. Blair and and Serena had fine hair. Serena had great hair at that party. She's yeah. whipping it around, shredding on the guitar. Oh, yeah, on the fucking Guitar Hero stick. <laughs> uh, she's playing Freebird. She's a real groupie of herself. Um, yeah, who who else? Uh, oh, the sushi chef looked pretty good. Uh, I just think the sushi looked good. Yeah, the sushi looked okay. And the two the two girls the in the sailor outfits, they looked bad. And <laughs> anyone were they seen Austin the... Powers gold member, they looked like Fook Me and Fook You. <laughs> we actually had to pause the episode <laughs> so I could Google it for Noam. <laughs> yeah. And she is right. They it was, it, it was exactly it, the same. It, it was a it was a pl- <laughs> this show this episode was sponsored by Guitar Hero and Austin Powers <laughs> Gold member. Um uh, oh, also, um, Chuck's suit at the party I did not like. It had these weird, like, it? pinstripes on it. Like red I, pinstripes, right? Not red. Black it, and red. I think it was, like, black and, like, white pinstripes, white. but then, like, a weird pink shirt. Oh, yeah. It was not well put together. It did look expensive, though. Oh, it, I bet it was Givenchy. <laughs> Givenchy. 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 <laughs> um yeah I never noticed what the guys are wearing as much yeah well it's because they all I mean Dan always is just wearing a brown fit a brown <laughs> fit um and Chuck is usually wearing a suit of some jorts yeah. and some jorts and Do you think Chuck's and a never nude? A never nude? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> um, judging by how much vagine he gets, I would say no. Yo! I would put my money on the never nude being Nate. That's why he hasn't sealed the deal with Blair yet. Oh. But maybe Chuck, um, but maybe it's a never, maybe Chuck is always wearing like a... Uh, Jorts when he... No, a jean vest. <laughs> So he can still fuck. 
his nipples are just covered. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. Or is Nate's wearing a jean chastity belt? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they should. I really hope that look comes it's into the show. It's so on to him. <laughs> um, okay, let's pick a relationship and start with it. Oh yeah, good idea. Um, let me get my water bottle first. Okay. Fucker. Gotta get hydrated. That vitamin H2O. That vitamin H2 <laughs> cock. Yeah. <laughs> I hope my mic picked that up. <laughs> I said vitamin H2 cock. <laughs> um, so what's oh you go what's who what's your what relationship okay let's you start a gander at with um nate and his parents oh oh, oh you're not talking about romantic relationships. no just like any, any relationship. yeah any point of contention okay i mean i don't have much more to say about it than i did on the last episode um nate's nate's mom is a psychopath just so shitty yeah and doesn't his, care about him being happy just once Get her husband off. <laughs> that was good. a sex joke. Put your, you flashed your tits at me when you said that. Put your tits away. Put your breasts away, ma'am. No, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. Um, I just want one dry take of me just saying breast that I can put over <laughs> me saying tits. I feel like I shouldn't have said that. No, that's fine. I don't think it's fine. It's fine. All right. <laughs> Couple of tats. You can say that. I can't say that. <laughs> They're breasts. Um, okay. That makes me more uncomfortable. <laughs> tits. Breast. <laughs> um, what did yeah. you think? I don't know. Um, I just hated it. I think all of the parents in the show are really shitty at yeah. most times. Um, but, like, good for Nate for not doing what they asked of him i know it's like disappointing to the viewer because everyone hates chuck at this point yeah and we want blair to have her like fairy tale birthday but i think he made the right choice um i really like, don't like the right choice Nate Nate? yeah by not getting back together yeah. With her, yeah, obviously yeah um i don't love the nate and jenny thing because i really don't like jenny yeah, but as of now, they're not really in romantic cahoots. They kind of are. You can see she's got that, like, I don't know if you ever had this or if this is just a girl thing where you've kind of got a crush on, like, your older brother's friend. Yeah. And it just, like, seems impossible because they see you as, like, so young. She's got that twinkle in her eye. No, no, I know that she, like, she very clearly has a she, crush She, like, idolizes him. him. Yeah, but I, I, I don't see Nate... I see Nate being more of just... He needs someone to talk to because... A gentleman. Yeah. He needs someone to talk to. Because when he talked to Chuck, it went so poorly. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> that. Yeah, that was so weird. I mean, also, like, I, I liked that scene because you could really tell, like, how like Chuck, Chuck was feeling pretty guilty, I think. Was, I don't think he was feeling guilty at all. He was, I like, mean, playing Nate. You could tell that everything Nate was saying to him, like... Oh, my parents want me to get back together with Blair. You can see the wheels turning in, Ch in Chuck's right. head. Yeah, you're right. I don't know what I was talking like preparing. about. Chuck's, Chuck's evil, of course. <laughs> like uh, preparing to like, he was thinking the whole time, I'm going to tell Blair that and then she's going to let me rail her again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that like, um, 
yeah that scene uh when when chuck and nate are meeting um <laughs> i just thought it was so fucking funny and weird like <laughs> chuck is so, just so explicitly like i care about three things and three <laughs> things only money money related things and you <laughs> yeah. nathaniel in and that I, order yeah. clearly <laughs> and it's just like but ugh, god you're just you have no regard you have no regard <laughs> for anyone it's insane <sighs> okay what do we think about um dan's parents rufus and allison yeah okay so like th- th- this is what we were kind of debating like is um is who's guilt like somebody is guilt tripping someone who, what what do you think? Like because they had that conversation when Jenny. I just went, think clearly Rufus isn't over the cheating thing, and Allison's like making him feel guilty for not being over it. They're both guilt tripping each other, but I think Allison's guilt trip is worse because Rufus is just wants her to feel guilty for what she did to him because it was shitty, but she wants him to feel guilty for like still being upset about it, which I think is shittier because she's like yeah yeah i hurt you but like you're hurting me by not forgiving me you know what i mean okay so i kind of have an opposite take on this okay um because um (laughs) i i don't think rufus should have a problem with her cheating on him because i I, because i don't really (laughs) think she cheated on him see i don't remember episodes like three to no no like basically the like their marital situation is that they're like pretty much separated just haven't gotten an official divorce she's living in another fucking city and she's like banging her neighbor and like she she, she, like like, run away with them when they were married no no she just like left the family okay Okay. and then like one time like rufus was calling the house and like some guy i still stick to my point like i think she hasn't acknowledged how what she did hurt him before asking for his forgiveness like at no point was she like i'm so sorry what i did was shitty i know how it made you feel and i shouldn't have done that she doesn't say any of that she just shows back up and is like why haven't you forgiven me yet it's because like because you haven't talked about it i yeah no it's it's just how you made him feel but but the thing is is that like and this is (laughs) Like the okay, how, how do I explain this? Like, yeah, you're right. They they haven't talked about anything, yeah. and like, I I do think she. I guess if it makes if it makes Rufus sad that she is sleeping with this other man, then she can be like, okay, I'm like, I'm sorry, it made you sad. Like, if we're if I'm getting back together with you as a husband and wife, then I won't sleep with anyone anymore if that's the yeah. terms of our marriage. But they're separated. As far as as far as I care, she can fucking sleep with whoever she wants. If yeah, Ruf- no, if Rufus sure. isn't over with over her and doesn't wanna for sure. even though he's like straight up trying to is like flirting with Lily all over the place, <laughs> then like Ooh, Lily wasn't in this episode. No, she wasn't. Then that's like that's his business. What, what but I how don't... could she expect to just walk back in you, you and know, not talk about it? No, no, I agree. Like, it's good. Like, they should have talked about it and everything. Yeah. But, like, that's why I, I don't think... I thought Ru- Rufus was really guilt-tripping her 
with the like how like how could you do this to me like you were like sleeping like he was making the hearse like cheating on him and they said it in the show like they like Dan was like you cheated on dad like yeah. he's like spinning this into this thing that's like you cheated on me you can be mad about her abandoning the family yeah. and moving, but like. But if you're not together, then it's not yeah. really cheating. But but the thing is, I I, I really didn't like when she said, um, like who like who stuck by you all those years? You were like a touring rock star and like away at once of the time. I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like you knew what you were getting into when you married this fucking like fucking band guy you like <laughs> like no that's uh like i don't yeah know. that part was really i, I thought dumb. i was like trying to guilt rufus into being like well i stuck around when you were a musician <laughs> and had to make money like <laughs> shut up <laughs> yeah no that part was stupid that was a bad defense on her part they're just both being children uh like just not coming to terms with the actual mistakes both of them made yeah you know, I agree. And like, uh, I, yeah, and fucking like Rufus, Rufus is just, was just not handling that situation well at all. Like in the last no. episode, he's just like, because you know when they were fucking eating their waffles and then, um, <laughs> they, like something's brought up about her quote unquote affair and I'm doing air yeah. fingers. Um, and then she's like, you told them? And then Jenny's like, no, I heard. And then it was like, they're all like, basically, they're all just like, yeah, Rufus talks about it really fucking loudly all the time. <laughs> when he's on, and he's on the phone with you screaming and like, this apartment isn't that big. So we all know about that you've been sleeping with this guy. It's like, Rufus, you're, this is that's like Rufus's fucking subconscious, you know, tr- trying to get... The children the on, his, on side, his side, you know? Yeah. Like, uh-oh, you heard that, Dan? Whoopsie, <laughs> uh-oh. You left the door open? Re- Dad, you opened the door so I could hear you. <laughs> Oopsie, my hand slipped. Like, ugh. Come on. Yeah, no, that's... But they are on his side. I know, which is fucked. And it, yeah. Um, and then... It's just hard as a child i feel like when you see your parents going through something like that it's so easy to blame the one who left without like considering the whole relationship right yeah i i it's true one thing that um always has striked me about um (laughs) parents getting separated when they're like children are more like I mean, not really adults, like... Yeah, not not children. Yeah, I I guess, like, Dan is, like, 17. This doesn't really apply to Jenny. I can see how that might be traumatic to, like, Mm. 13 to 14-year-old. But to someone who's, like, between the ages of, like, 17 and 25... I you would just, should probably understand, like, an adult relationship. Yeah, and, and honestly, Dan is, like, not... Doesn't... I mean, neither Dan or Jenny seems, like, traumatized by, like, their family no. falling apart, which might be fine or, like, might be fucked up, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> but if, like, my if, like, we're fucking, like, 22 now, if, like, my parents got separated 
for some reason, I would just be like, oh, this is, like, so annoying. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do not want to fucking deal with this, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then the next relationship that so, obviously we need to talk about. Serena, Dan, Vanessa. The love triangle. Mm-hmm. An the isosceles triangle. Waiting to happen. Yeah, Dan really wants to have a three-way with them. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's I I like that Vanessa is getting acquainted with Serena. Um, yeah, but I don't like y- Vanessa. Why? Um, cause she like comes in, meets her old flame again. And, like, doesn't really give a shit that he has a girlfriend when they're, like, alone. Like, she's still, like... Right. You can tell she's still, like, flirty with them. Right. And she's kind of, like, trying to weasel her way back into his life and doesn't understand that things have changed. She's just treating him like they used to treat each other. Yeah, but and that's, that's what I, like... That's what I was talking about. Like, when you have... I feel like if you have like history with someone and then you're dating someone else and you don't have feelings for that person, but it just creates this awkward environment. And I think like people just those, the three of them just need to be more conscious about what's going on yeah. because like, I don't think Dan really needed to like drag Vanessa to fucking Blair's no, birthday sucks. party. Can we just talk about fucking Blair's <laughs> birthday party was so strange i loved the, <laughs> like the two girls but yeah the like i didn't it, it seemed like it was an anime themed party <laughs> so they were like serving sushi and had these japanese waiters and then the two people of color who are uh <laughs> the little blair's little minions and, yeah blair's underlings are dressed in these like weird sailor outfits yeah. that I thought had something to do with that show Sailor Moon. Yeah, they were weird. They had little like backpacks on. Yeah, like <laughs> and wearing like blue sailor two piece outfits. With, like, it was t- weird. Tiny little hats. <laughs> and but but then like no one else was really was dressed. dressed like, <laughs> they were just like wearing the same weird costume. <laughs> And so, and and there was also like an anime show playing in the background yeah. on like the projector. Yeah, it was very bizarre. Very strange vibe. Um, <laughs> also, um, when Serena said, uh, like, it's like, Dome Arigato. <laughs> like, you know, that, yeah. in that fucking like, <laughs> like, Arigato Sentai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> It's that's whole part of everyone like them trying to portray Serena as like the lovable one who's nice to everyone who's not as much Upper East Side knows Japanese (laughs) they're trying to play to her being like the nice one you know what I mean but is she not being the nice one she is the nice one yeah but they're just reinforcing that I mean do you do you feel um I mean not to uh, okay well no let's 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 finish talking about the party okay. because um because the other thing I wanted to talk about was them playing guitar hero okay yeah. which, which I think was just an ad for guitar hero like I think yeah, they were probably sponsored like that episode probably um 
and I just loved the montage because it was like <laughs> it was like everyone like go 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 and then like <laughs> like Serena spinning around in slow motion as if she were playing some crazy guitar solo but she's just like holding one button down and going like Wee! <laughs> just like <laughs> also and then but also when it's like the close up of her hands playing guitar yeah hero, she's not even like, playing Ugh. yeah <laughs> waving her hands also around. if you've ever been in a party where there's games to play the only people around it are like the person playing the game and like one other person waiting to be next right and everyone else is just fucked off like having their own conversations <laughs> i've never been to a party where people were playing a game and everyone was around them cheering i think they were trying to make it like they were doing karaoke or something yeah but it wasn't like but karaoke didn't sponsor them yeah. guitar hero did <laughs> no but also like <laughs> it, when you're doing karaoke it is kind of impressive because you're singing yeah this is not that impressive. No. <laughs> Even if they were playing like a different video game, I would be more impressed. Yeah. But they were Call just playing. Call of Duty. Oh yeah. If we were fucking hitting the <laughs> fucking uh, plastic explosives on the fucking C fours when they were playing fucking uh, Call of Duty Nazis. Uh, fucking eating, eating the zombie asshole in the, in the, in the fucking busy game. That's why I play Call of Duty. Um, um. No, I just think Dan was so dumb. He should be more aware of that stuff. Like, I don't think Serena would have a right to be jealous if they didn't have a history, if Dan and Vanessa didn't have a history. But Serena's not dumb. She can see that there's something there. So I feel like her jealousy is kind of warranted. Yes. Yes, I, I agree. I Like, Serena's jealousy is warranted. Yeah. I know you just explained that to me, and then I just said it like a dumb person. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I do think Serena... I mean, I just don't think Dan is being... is. Dan is making an issue where there doesn't need to be an issue. Yeah. Like, just... You, you, I think you, just, you should really get a better... You should have a better reading on yeah, Serena. It, I honestly just think, like, in typical guy fashion... He just, like, didn't even think about it. Guys are a bunch of dumb fucking trolls, <laughs> troglodyte idiots. Not false. I don't think he realized how much his friendship with Vanessa would affect Serena, you know? Yeah. And play to her insecurities. I spent five minutes trying to be nice to Serena when I can spend day after day forced to choose between the two of you. Okay, fine. You want to see me get my nice on? Let's do it. Tonight. Just you, me, and Serena. Not sound um, nice at all. <laughs> tonight, tonight is Blair Waldorf's birthday party. Uh, I think we might want to start by dipping a toe rather than diving off of a cliff headfirst into the rocks with the sharks. Why? We all know how to swim. Come on. Oh god. You want to do this? Let's do it. Oh my god. She just wants to fucking butt in. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you're gonna be nice. No. <laughs> but also, like, um, yeah. I mean, he also. Um, like uh, Vanessa coming back kind of was a surprise to him. Yeah, kind of I, threw I him for a loop. Yeah, I understand. He's still if learning he's a bit to balance. Thrown, but it has been a week or so. Yeah. If you're a 17 year old human being, you should be able to navigate social situations like this <laughs> relatively easily. Yeah, he just has to find that balance. And Serena's a good girlfriend. She's pretty chill about it. She's just like, I just want you to tell me things. 
I just want to be like your person. That's fair. You know, she's pretty chill about it. They make up right away. I know, but it's like, okay, it's interesting that that conversation happened because a very similar conversation happens in The Sopranos between like, <laughs> and I like to liken this sh- the Gossip Girl to The Sopranos whenever I can. <laughs> but like, it, you know, like The Sopranos is about like Tony Soprano and he's going to see a psychiatrist. And anyways, uh, Carmela Soprano, his wife says something similar when she finds out that like uh, she's going to see a psychiatrist. Okay, um, that one doesn't make as much sense. No, no, I know. It's You can't be jealous that your husband says things to a psychiatrist. Oh, well, okay, she was I mean, <laughs> this isn't a Sopranos podcast, but it was because like he lied to her about the psychiatrist okay. being a woman. Okay. Which I don't know if that makes any difference, but anyways, she was she 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 had that a similar conversation with Tony. Um but I but but I kind of think the same thing. It's like I find that whole narrative stupid. Like, you can't... I don't think Serena can be mad at Dan for Dan saying, like, just not saying something to Serena, but saying something to his friend, like... Yeah. I guess. I just... Like, you can't force someone to confide in you. Because, like, if... if no, if, but if the Serena assumption just... is that if you're dating, they want to confide to you and they want to update you on their life. And want you to be that person that, like, can listen to them. And I know, but I also just think, like, like every person in relationship is different. And Yeah, for I, sure. I don't know. I know. I don't think this... I think it was a metaphor for the whole Vanessa thing. I don't think she was actually mad that she didn't hear, but it was just... She looked at it as a way of him expressing, <laughs> like, where his loyalties lie. Right. It was a metaphor for the bigger picture. But is Serena, like, why is that, or why is Serena um, not wanting Dan to hang out with Vanessa because of their sexual, whatever, like, romantic history viewed as jealousy, but then in this situation like why but serena wanting not not wanting dan to confide in vanessa not viewed as jealousy is it not just (laughs) i might have said that weirdly no but uh, that's what i mean like (coughs) serena doesn't want uh, before like her and vanessa bond quote unquote yeah serena is jealous of vanette of jan dan being around vanessa Mm -hmm. she's jealous of vanessa Mm -hmm. because of Dan and Vanessa's romantic history. Yeah. So that being it could lead to them having sex or something. Why why is she why well, she why is it not it, viewed as jealousy that Serena it is doesn't jealousy. want Dan confiding in It is jealousy yeah. and she like kind of admits to it in the episode at the very end. She's like I just know that you guys have been best friends for so long and I'm just getting to know Dan. Right. So it's like that insecurity that someone's come back into his life who A, knows everything about him and grew up with him, and B, they have a romantic history. That's pretty fair grounds, I feel like. But it, but that's what you, you said it. You said it's insecurity. Yeah. Just stop being insecure. <laughs> I'm not it's, saying it's, it's simple, like... simple, people. I'm not, I'm not saying it's like logical. I'm just saying it's understandable. 
you know? No, yeah, yeah. I guess it's understandable, I suppose. <laughs> um, okay, and, and Chuck and Nate. <sighs> Chuck. Chuck, man. He's just such an ass. The events of last night will never be mentioned again. Is that clear? Not as clear as the memory of you purring in my ear, which I have been replaying over and over. <laughs> well, erase the tape. <laughs> <laughs> For somebody who speaks in like You're officially uninvited. a Shakespearean like pentameter, <laughs> he's a real piece of shit and gross. <laughs> like you can see him gathering information from different people and for his own benefit. Yeah. And just swooping in on Blair and playing that whole. Blair was playing into it too. She was like bantering back with him at the 17th birthday party yeah. like when Nate didn't show up they're having this whole banter about him having butterflies in his stomach <laughs> like she just kept standing she's like, in well, that you one should murder them <laughs> she kept standing in that one <laughs> spot on the balcony just because yeah. she knew if she didn't move Chuck would just keep coming back to her <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. I guess she was like upset about the breakup she wanted like some attention right can, can we can we actually talk about um I mean no well, let, let's finish this yeah I mean just like uh fucking Nate and Chuck. I mean, I'm I'm really I'm really interested to see where the, where this leads up because uh, where this ends up because I'm, yeah. I'm I'm just always because Nate is such a just a no words just yeah. blank, blank specimen of <laughs> yeah. a human uh, who has no like opinions or motivations in any given situation. <laughs> um, Though actually, he kind of did in this episode, but I'll get I'll finish my point first. Um, I just like seeing him grappling with like the uh, <laughs> the ramifications of like of of. of issues involving humans it's it's interesting it's like it's like watching an alien who like doesn't understand human behavior like be like why are they doing this you know like i'm gonna be so interested to see how he like processes and internalizes what chuck has done to him even though honestly i think nate's like a pretty chill dude obviously the, the breakup was super recent but nate's been kind of done with blair since we started episode one like yeah oh yeah they never sure. had a very solid relationship it was very much for their parents yeah. it'll the be interesting time. to see if nate even cares well you know what i think if chuck hadn't used that info against nate and told blair uh that nate was just using her if he had just been like look i heard you guys broke up i'm kind of interested in blair yeah i think nate would have been way chiller about it in the long run than Chuck lying and using that to his advantage. Right. And then just hooking up with Blair for the second time without <laughs> telling him. Yeah. But then, but uh, the thing is, is that if Nate, like, assuming Chuck would do something like that and ask Nate. Yeah. I think it's too much of a reach to assume that if Nate said, don't hook up with Blair, he would not hook up with Blair. You yeah, know? for sure. But the the other thing is is and like maybe this is just how I view relationships and everything and I've talked about this with like people like I probably talked about it with you, um, <laughs> like 
as far as I'm concerned, and I know I I'm just like viewing this as a very in a very like pragmatic kind of way. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, like Blair and Nate were broken up, so yeah. her romantic entanglement with Chuck is legal and kosher. Yeah, halal well, even. It's not cheating. It's just kind of shitty because it's her ex's best friend. It's kind of shitty. It's kind yeah. of shitty, I guess. It's not cheating. It's just like not very uh, aware of Nate's right. feelings. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and then they both lie about it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, there's that, too. They are. But that's the thing. It's like... um. <laughs> Like, what they're doing is, like, if one of them accidentally, like, walks out of a store with something they didn't pay for and be like, we need to cover up the evidence now. <laughs> like, yeah. do I need to just relax? Like, something like that. <laughs> or, or, no, I guess that's a bad example. Like, uh, I can't even think of an but example. But that can be undone. This can't be yes. undone. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, okay, what I, what I was going to say is that um, this is, like, the first fucking episode where Nate is making, like, a concerted effort to have an a he, he is putting his like foot down ethically <laughs> yeah. with his fucking parents yeah i think That's i said cool. this last time i was here normally things just happen to nate and like happen around him because mm-hmm. he's like out of the main six he really doesn't have that much of a personality or Did- any plot lines like specifically on him it's he's more of like a prop i feel like yeah so yeah, it was kind of nice to see him. He's a human dildo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it was it was nice to see him put his foot down with his parents. I agree. Yeah. And go with Jenny and be like, what? I think when he saw Jenny outside the party, he was like, what am I doing here? Right. You know. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Why yeah. did seeing Jenny do that? You think? Um. Because she also really didn't want to go to the party, and she was very, like, open about that. So as soon as... Yeah, yeah. Like, it was in his head. He's like, I have to go to this party. I have to go to this party. And then he bumps into Jenny, who's like, I really don't want to go to this party. He's like, you know what? (laughs) Neither do I. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And now I have someone to not go to this party with. Get a fucking pretzel. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, a famous New York City street pretzel. Gababoo. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I just love. I, I know it's not gonna happen, but I would absolutely because he threatens his father with testifying against yeah. him. I would absolutely love to see a court scene where he goes on the stand and just fucking <laughs> some balls. Oh yeah, just fucking lays it into his dad yeah. in fucking court. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the highest court in the land. Small crimes. No, this is probably a. Embezzlement and fraud. White collar crimes. White collar crimes. A white collar crime for uh, light. Um, when you like holler at a dime piece. <laughs> that being cat call a woman. That's what? regular crime, people. Yo, don't don't let me freestyle too much. I just might drop some fucking knowledge. <laughs> The world's not ready. No. Um, what else? What else? What else was going on in this episode? Fashion wise. Fashion wise, nothing really. I guess Eleanor was vaguely involved. She was kind of 
worried about she was like oh all this stuff is going down with nate's dad like what about my ipo my ipo uh, i need to get fucking put on the nasdaq to be traded for 20 dollars on the fucking penny like dude you are gonna go with another fucking company just go with them yeah. it's not a big Again, deal shitty parent she's like making blair feel guilty just like this deal has to go through do, do you and no one they didn't tell anyone they broke up right yeah do, do you think um speaking of shitty parents do you think that um allison is was do you think it was a good idea for allison to come to the, the apartment from hudson and kind of stir the family up i'm torn on that one like i feel it's kind of her home. Does she really need to be invited over? But at the same time, I think if it were me, I would, like, shoot my ex a call and be like, hey, right. would this totally fuck you up if I drop by? Yeah. Can we talk things through? I wouldn't want to just impose. And he's clearly not thrilled to see her. <laughs> Even if I hadn't called when I showed up and he gave me absolutely no greeting... I probably would have just turned around. I mean, yeah, I think, yeah, I think staying there wasn't the right idea, but it yeah. ended up working out. So who am it I did. to say? Who am I to judge these middle-aged people? <laughs> um, all right. Should we uh, jump into uh, Rose and Thorns? Yeah. Do you have something in mind? Oh, no. Um, okay, go. I've got my thorn. Okay, you go. My rose was the moment at Blair's party where uh, Chuck comes up to her and she, like, grabs her his hair and starts kind of, like, <laughs> um, hurting him a bit. And he's like, if you wanted it rough, you should have yeah. just told me. Yeah, and my thorn is him saying Which is that. hot. <laughs> my, That's my thorn, hot. Yeah, I mean, no, it's gross. Him I guess saying it, that is hot. Oh, oh, oh. If you wanted to play rough, all you had to do was ask. <laughs> That's hot. No, it's not. Yeah, not, not it if makes it's you think he might like throw you around a little bit. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, even though Blair obviously does kind of want to throw him around a bit, it's kind of gross that he would just say that unsolicited to. Someone. Is it unsolicited though? Because the last time he saw her, they were having sex. Yeah, but that's still like if you <laughs> if you bang someone and then the next day they were like said something gross, would you be like I regret that? Or well, but they're like good friends, right? Well, I still hated it because I didn't. Stranger, I, I didn't like it coming out of Chuck's mouth. Okay, that's fair. But uh, and I I didn't like him enjoying the pain. I would have liked him <laughs> to really be hurt about it. Uh, but it was nice that he uh, experienced some physical trauma. Being, I like I really think. No, it would have been better if Blair, instead of grabbing his hair, just grabbed him by the balls and just, like, <laughs> lifted him up. Don't talk to She's me. She's like, what is that? He's like, those are just my jorts. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing the jorts on top of his pants. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Those are my rose and thorns. Quick and easy. Bang, bang. Okay. My... Oh, I can't think of rose. My rose actually is... Um... You're going to disagree with this, but <laughs> my rose was the little chat Serena and Dan had um, after she got mad at him for bringing Vanessa because 
for the party? Yeah. You know, when they're sitting on the bed and Serena's right. like, why wouldn't you just tell me that your mom was back? Um, because it shows, like, that they actually, like, have a solid foundation. Yeah. They can, like, communicate. I'm a big Serena Dan fan. Me too. No, I don't disagree yeah. with that. I like seeing that too. I like seeing whenever they're, they be normal when yeah. these people are just normal people. Yeah, I've and then it, it lets Serena kind of feel more comfortable um, to like bond with Vanessa and not feel as threatened. So I thought that was really nice because honestly in Gossip Girl, it's nice when people have an issue, talk it out, <laughs> make up, and then Move that's on. it. Because <laughs> yeah. that never fucking happens. <laughs> so that's like a breath of fresh air. Yes, I It doesn't agree. have to be this whole drawn out thing. Yeah. They can just go past it. Uh, my thorn is Chuck putting the ugly ass necklace around Blair's neck <laughs> because A, Chuck's a piece of shit in this se- season. Yeah, of course. Not this episode. In his life. And it just makes you think of how he said, I care about three things, money, <laughs> what money can buy you, and you, Nate. But like the second one, what money can buy you, I feel like he just, he feels like he just bought Blair's at least like affection and attention you know what i mean like he goes out and spends all that money on her right he's like this is what i care about what money can get you and he thinks that money can get a blair yeah he might as well have just been putting a necklace on another necklace (laughs) (laughs) exactly that's what blair is to him (laughs) exactly just something an object fair enough yeah chuck's a piece of shit yeah. I'll go to my grave saying that. Well, I don't think anybody would disagree with me either. Mm. Mm? Wait it out. Ooh. The later seasons. He gets more endearing. Right. But right now, he's just a piece of shit. Okay. Fine. <laughs> I'm still going to think he's a piece of shit, though. I don't see him getting more endearing. He does. Because I've seen, like, the middle. You'll think he's hot season. later, too. I won't. Not with that maybe that's face just me. or body. It's not about his face. It's, like, how protective he is of Blair. Right. And, like, anyways, no spoiler alerts. <laughs> <laughs> no, this would be a spoiler alert. No spoilers. Yes, spoiler alerts. Oh, yes, spoiler alerts. This is a spoiler. He gets really, like, protective of her and fights, like, his ass off to keep her. And it's just hot. Like, he's so, like, I don't know, just like a... So alpha male of him. Yeah. It's and so hot how much, of like, gen- uh, how much he enforces gender roles <laughs> and stereotypes. Okay, you're twisting my words. <laughs> but yeah. You're not a feminist! <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Sorry. I am a feminist. Eva's a big, hot feminist. <laughs> and so am I, uh, yeah. ladies. So you let me know. We'll revisit this when you're in season we shall. 30. Season 30, episode 20. <laughs> the year's 2055. Chuck's hot reawakening. <laughs> can I can I post can I just post something that's unrelated to Gossip Girl real kick yeah. and it's not an original idea but it has really gotten me thinking. Uh, I was listening to this other podcast and um, these two people were talking about um, post-apocalypse like mm-hmm. movies and he was and they were like i don't understand why in all these po- post-apocalypse movies 
Um, why does everyone's taste in aesthetic suddenly change to black leather and metal studs? <laughs> like, if the end of the world happens, I'm not going to, like, stop liking flannel. <laughs> because gonna... um, dye is really expensive. <laughs> You can't die. And what shirts. about the studs? We all start wearing <laughs> spikes and have. It's like easy access to a weapon. Worse comes to worse. Is it going to hurt more if I whip my studs at you or just a normal shirt? But you'd have to take your. <laughs> I feel like that's not a good mode of fighting. All right, it's on. Let me just take my vest off so I can run at you with it. Studs first. <laughs> I'm just gonna shoot you. No, real you. talk. It's because it looks more badass. Like, what if you were watching... I don't think it's so much about what it is as what it isn't. Like, what if you were watching, like, a post-apocalyptic movie and someone was wearing, like, Vanessa's shirt <laughs> with, like, different colored hearts on it? You'd I, be like, Who? I, I, w- I would think that she, she she would probably be the... Uh, the, the tribe leader in that in that <laughs> the one you should fear most feared because she she clearly does not care about anything fashion sense murder a thin line <laughs> and with that another episode of gossip boys finished thank you for coming on the show thanks for having me do you have anything you want to plug um yes please listen to clip drip and order a band t-shirt yeah <laughs> dope fucking band out of brighton england that our friend annie dorrit is in and she rocks hard she rocks hard. harder than serena and vanessa on guitar hero put together oh yeah oh yeah i can <laughs> i can back that up uh all right cool and that's everything goodbye yo
Wicks and Wicks and put a bumper sticker Fuck you, bitch I stole a woman, my neck is so free I'm a current, we fuck it for none if I bleed out And my sex is worried because I'm so ill I just lay in bed, my god, you must spread to me She said, run my way, so is the only thing It's a meal, get out of my way Bullet my plans, I don't have to say Hate to buy you, wait for your gun